friends namaste welcome <coughs> to our sunday edition of gyan ganga words of wisdom on our virat hindustan sangam social media channel as you know today's episode is 149th episode and last week's episode on a similar subject on ukraine and russia that was the 148th episode where dr swami and abhijit ayer mitra were discussing the issue we had a viewership of 1 lakh 76602 viewers across the globe so i welcome you to today's program today is another extension of the discussion we had last week today's topic is implication for india of the continuing war against ukraine by russia and we will be having a discussion with our usual panel members and we have another guest along with us sri ayer of p gurus we welcome him to our show i have my other co-host uh, professor arvind chaturvedi from delhi and mr ramesh swami and for the next uh, one hour we will be with dr swami discussing this very important uh, topic i have to thank our technical team led by ashish shetty tejas navalgol swami nathan ishwar ayer rakesh gadgi ajesh nayar and vishal mehta for their support to put this program together we also thank our viewers for their patronage for every sunday of hearing and listening and giving your comments on this program so with this opening remarks it is over to dr swami to initiate today's discussion and give us an update on the implication for india of the continuing war against ukraine by russia over to dr swami uh, thank you jagdish <clears throat> today we got the star studded uh, team uh two of uh, our people here uh, ramesh and uh, sri ayer uh, they actually uh, normally live in uh, united states uh, but uh, they are here for uh, special reasons of course um, uh, um, sri ayer has gone back to california uh, and he's speaking from there uh, arvind of course is a, a professor and uh, he's also uh, does a lot of deep study so uh, all put together uh, we should be able to um, help our indians to understand what the hell is going on so to speak if i can use a slang american slang first of all <clears throat> india is in the brics in which uh, china and russia are the principal uh, factors and of course there is uh, uh, also um, uh, um uh, south africa but the fact is that uh, brics is dominated by these two countries now uh despite being in the brics china has walked across the line of actual control which was mutually agreed line in 1996 when masima rao was in power and grabbed uh, maybe the 4000 square kilometers of our land in ladakh this is in addition to aksai chen and arunachal and so on and they are they are members of brics we are also members of brics and now we have russia entering another country i mean uh, ukraine is not some uh, no man's land it's a united nations member its boundaries are recognized by the united nations 
it did not secede from Russia, Soviet Union. It was actually the first uh, permission given in uh, by the Soviet Union, it was dismembering, was to uh, Ukraine to separate. And what we are seeing today is that Russia has broken all rules of uh, of the uh, United Nations Charter and just gone across and killing people left, right and center. Now, I am asking you, how is it that we are, uh, question is, how is it that we as India can keep silent in this? We are members of the BRICS, but our own, our own territory is not safe from the Chinese who are also a member of BRICS. Uh, internationally, you see what Hitler, after Hitler, nobody did in the world. Um, uh, Putin has done, just walked across. What, what is the provocation? Did Ukraine provoke, provoke uh, Russia in any way? Uh, you, Ukraine was wanting to be a member of the uh, NATO. That's not a crime. That's their choice. It's an independent, sovereign country. You don't like that, then argue with them. And um, um, uh, maybe call the United States uh, to mediate, uh, whatever it is. But this business of going and killing innocent people, blowing up airports, hospitals, and so on, this is just something that is um, uh, it's a flouting of the United Nations. And the United Nations will collapse like the League of Nations in 1919 if we don't do something about it. So the first, my first point, which I would like our panel here to address and uh, and say what they feel. That is the, the, the fact that should India continue in BRICS or just quit? I mean, you can't be a member when you are, nobody cares for you. And these two uh, countries are doing exactly what they want. Of course, South Africa is not in the picture in the sense it's uh, far away, but we are neighbors of both in a sense. China definitely, directly, and Russia not, not far away. So therefore, uh, India, I would like to know from the panel, do you think that India should show some stature, some guts, and say, we are quitting BRICS? I'm not asking them to do anything more. I'm not asking you to, say, uh, um, India, to send troops to uh, Ukraine to help the Ukrainians fight the Russians. No, not that. I'm just saying, they, you have no value. Nobody cares for you in BRICS. Get out of it. The second thing is, how do we shape the resolutions in, that's going to come one after the other in the United Nations on Russia's unilateral aggression? This is not just uh, going across the border. Unilateral aggression. Originally, they started by saying Russian Russian areas. I don't know what you mean by Russian areas. We have a Muslim areas in our border. Does that mean Pakistan can come in on the grounds that they are Muslims? So, therefore, what, what should be the way to deal with uh, Russia? Because at the moment, all that uh, uh, Ukraine has is not defense. It has only defiance. And that, of course, is admirable, but that's not enough. Third point is, what are the United States and allies doing? They're not far away. They're just in the border in Poland in uh, Romania, so many other countries on the border. Why is it they're not able to make a decision? 
Why is it they cannot decide through a UN General Assembly vote to send UN troops uh, to defend uh, uh, defend uh, Ukraine? Fourth is, what is it that uh, what is it that Russia and China have? What is the hold that China and Russia have on Narendra Modi that he is, may, he is saying ridiculous things? That is, nobody has come when it, when it was pointed out that China has crossed uh, LAC. And now refusing to condemn the Russians for unilateral aggression, uh, violating the UN Charter and coming across. And of course, violating the resolution passed in, uh, in the last meeting, which was in New Delhi, of BRICS, that no country should be allowed to uh, to uh, you know carry out aggression across borders, and all should be done by peaceful negotiations. So in this thing, let me also say that if you don't do anything about it, then it is only a matter of time that Pakistan and Afghanistan will bond with China and come across to aggress in Kashmir. That would be a very serious thing for us. So at that time, appealing to countries and all useless, you see even Ukraine, what all these appeals have amounted to nothing. And here, people are all angry. The Americans are angry with us for siding with the Russians in that vote. Or being uh, new, uh, or um, uh, not, uh, you know, uh, uh, abstaining. So, well, you are a member of the Quad, you are a member of the BRICS, and you don't want to take a side with anybody. I've heard, uh, you know, this famous story in Panchatantra about the bat who, uh, who claimed to be with the birds and also claimed to be the animals, and both found out, and then one day they both together beat up the bat. So I, I think one day it will just may be possible after some time that Americans and Russians and the Chinese will come together against India. And therefore, I think uh, we are in a moment of a whole terrific historical moment and a terrible historical moment where Indians must put their you know, intelligence to work, uh, their brains to work to decide what should be done and how we can force our government to be a little more gutsy than they have been. Over to Jagdish and then on to whoever you think should should answer these questions. Uh, 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 thank you, Dr. Swami. I would actually see a year from US to respond to this. But before that, I just want to make a comment, as you said, the United hmm. Nation is a body of all these member countries, including Russia, Ukraine, India, China, etc. And I see the total failure of the United Nations to resolve a small issue like this. I call it small because there is no doubt that Russia has invaded Ukraine and all the world bodies and the superpowers and the five veto-holding countries are looking elsewhere when such a thing is happening. So with this remarks, I would ask Sri Ayer to respond to what Dr. Swami has raised and also let us know about the failure of the United Nations and the five superpowers which are there. Thank you, Dr. Swami uh, and all friends and family of VHS. Thanks for uh, giving me an opportunity to come talk to... Am I muted? No, no, Sorry. we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear Thank you. Thank you. 
Um, thanks for giving me an opportunity to share my thoughts on this. I want to first start out by placing some data in front of uh, this panel here. Russia-China bilateral trade is $150 billion. Russia-EU bilateral trade is 160 billion euros or 200 billion US dollars. Russia-USA bilateral trade is 35 billion dollars. Russia-India trade is 9.1 billion dollars. I can go out on a limb and say, Dr. Swami and, and dear friends, that India-US trade is 10 times more than that, or at least five times more than the India-Russia trade. So please understand what you are dealing with. Look at the FDI inflows that is coming into uh, India via the RBI statements. If that is going to be in jeopardy, do you think, how long do you think India will last based on its foreign exchange buffers of $640 billion? This is a big danger that India is looking at. I don't know why nobody has so far mentioned the numbers that we are up against. The as in India is up against. I consider India as my Janma Bhumi is one eye of mine. The other eye is my Karma Bhumi. So I, for me, this is something that I can't find an answer to. As far as why Russia has invaded, uh, Dr. Swami, there's a bit of a nuance here. The first question you asked us, should India quit BRICS? Now, one thing that the BRICS bank did, I think it's also called AIIB. The BRICS bank, once Russia invaded Ukraine, refused to give energy credits to Russia. And India is the second uh, largest contributor to that fund in that bank. So to some extent, there has been some pushback. I don't know if MSM has picked up on this or not. So India has sort of said, you can't do this. At the same time, overall, if, if everybody agreed that they will not commit any aggression, and if one did commit an aggression, then I think the BRICS itself has to convene and decide what they want to do with it. As to the other question about why NATO and the United States are not getting involved in this, I think this, this has been the stated policy of United States that if there is a nuclear enabled country going at uh, involved in a war, then we have to be careful, doubly careful, extra, extra careful. I mean, to the extent that today the NATO is not enforcing a no-fly zone because what they are saying is that the planes that Poland has that are part of NATO, they'll have to take out all the NATO-related intelligence equipment from these planes before they can fly these planes and enforce a no-fly zone. I mean, people are getting into that amount of technical details today to say why it is not possible. Also, yesterday, Germany said that it cannot allow Ukraine to be a NATO member. So as much as we can say that, you know, Modi is not making up his mind, Germany was also sitting on the fence for the longest time, Dr. Swami. Only recently, they have said that, okay, we are going to throw in our lot with NATO and with the United States. So this is a bit of a mess. As to who is right and who is wrong, I completely agree with you that as a democracy, it behooves India to support another democratic nation. Absolutely, no doubts about that. But India has chosen not to do that. That is why I started out with the numbers that India is staring down the barrel. Let's say, just play this thing out a little bit more. I know some of you are not happy with my stand here. Just play this thing out a little bit more. So 
Russia ends up occupying half of Ukraine. This is the best case scenario, in my opinion, for Ukraine. If you draw a straight line between the city of Odessa and Kiev, it more or less divides this, the country into two parts. And to the left of that side is non-Russian Orthodox uh, church followers. To the right are predominantly Russian Orthodox followers. Now, you can think of this being some sort of an ethnic cleansing being done by Putin also. Because I think that's what he will want. He might only get Donbass. That's a different matter. But this is how you know you, you want to aim for the moon. And you will hope that you'll at least get to a tall building. So I think this is what is at stake here. But let us say that something like this happens. And then uh, China gets emboldened. And then it, it, it attacks Taiwan. And it occupies Taiwan. Then what happens? China is now going to say, look. I have uh, Russia with me. I can tell Russia to stand, they will stand. I can tell them to sit, they will sit. In fact, China knew of this invasion three months plus before it actually happened, which is why China was stocking up like crazy in the month leading up to this. And everybody thought that China was doing this because it was going to wage its own war. No, it knew what is going to come because it's already suffering economically. The United States has placed a fair amount of sanctions, even the uh, China-friendly Biden government has not taken off the tariffs that the Trump administration had put on China. So they are still being burdened by the tariffs. Now, no high-tech exports of any kind raw materials to China. The same thing has been extended to Russia. So in, in other words, countries like Germany, which are in heavy engineering, they need a source of engineering talent because inside their country, they cannot manufacture this at an aggressive price. So they need something. They, they need a country like India to, to help them. But if India doesn't make up its mind and insists on being neutral, that would be another opportunity lost. And then again, India would be saying India never misses an opportunity to miss an opportunity. <laughs> So these are the things at, at stake here. So if China goes and occupies Taiwan, they've already occupied Hong Kong. So we have to look at this annexation in three parts. Hong Kong, Ukraine, then Taiwan, then who next? It is India. They can easily split India into two parts. Right down from Bhutan, if they just march down to Bangladesh, the, the northeastern part is going to get separated. And also, please remember, viewers, Nepal voted with the West. Bhutan voted with the West. You know the ones who abstained? India, Sri Lanka, and Pakistan. Even Maldives voted with the West. I mean, so, so, so you, you have to take a look at it, a big picture. This loyalty to Russia that they came to our help, great, excellent. But first, try and determine what is best for India. Can any one of you who say that we should never take the worst West, uh, uh, they are not trustworthy, then can you explain how West is giving 10 times the foreign investment to India today since 1996 when India sort of opened the doors. It's the West that has been bringing you all the money. Y2K made India prosperous. There was a trickle-down effect from the MNCs that were establishing and making and bringing all the jobs. Today, if you want well-paying jobs, you have to look to the West. Russia doesn't have those jobs. In fact, many people were joking that the equipment used in Afghanistan and the equipment used in Ukraine, there isn't much difference. So 
see the, the war brings out the best in you it also brings out the worst in you i'm just hoping that one way or the other that this thing gets resolved soon and that the world can resume normal life because already crude that 115 dollars a barrel it is expected to go a further 35 to 40 dollars in fact russia uh, turned off one of its pipelines to germany on friday for six or seven hours so they are they are doing this calibration last year Russia cut off energy supplies to many East European nations like Czechoslovakia and so on and so forth. They did not have heating uh, gas. People were shivering to death. Forget about taking a hot shower every day. They didn't even have, you know, night uh, heating. So it, Russia has done a few things before. They have, they have calibrated all this and only then they have attacked. But at the same time, what is it for Putin? He is already the biggest, largest country in the world. Getting a little bit more uh, 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 land, what does it mean? Is this part of his legacy that he, he started recreating USSR? But USSR crumbled under its own weight. So I really am at a loss. If I try to put myself in Putin's shoes as to what this war is for, I am not able to find an answer. I hope the panelists find an answer. Thank you very much. <clears throat> One short question before he go, your Jagdish, you pass it on. Uh, should India have voted with the majority resolution in both uh, Security Council and uh, General Assembly? Absolutely, sir. You know which side of your bread is buttered. I'm telling you, the FBI is 40 to 50 billion dollars. Uh, no, no, no. Short answer is fine, just that yes. much. Yes. Uh, I, I got your uh, I got your uh, uh, coordinates now very clearly. That's right. When I uh, finally uh, answer, uh, I'll come to it. Yeah, Jagdish. I would now request Mary Arvind Chaturvedi se vinanti hai ki hamare jo darshak hai unko jara aapki vichar Hindi mein prakat kare to aur bhi bahut sare log chahte hai chat box mein unhone vinanti ki hai Arvind Chaturvedi. आप अपने विचार इस संदर्भ में हिंदी में रखेंगे तो बहुत अच्छा होगा ये धन्यवाद जगदीश जी धन्यवाद डॉक्टर स्वामी आपने इस बहस का बहुत अच्छा शुभारंभ किया और जो आपने चार और पांच बिंदु दिए विचार के लिए पूरे पैनल के लिए ये बहुत महत्वपूर्ण है और श्री अय्यर जी ने उन पर कुछ प्रकाश डालने की कोशिश की मेरा मतांतर है उनसे मैं थोड़ी मत भिन्नता रखता हूँ उनसे इस विषय पे विशेष तौर पर भारत की जो व्यापारिक उन्होंने जो आयात बताया कि हमारा 9.3 बिलियन का है एक्चुअली 12 बिलियन का है मैंने पिछली बार भी जिक्र किया था यूक्रेन के तुलना में वो बहुत कम है ये बहुत ज्यादा है यूक्रेन का एक बटे चार है लगभग तीन बिलियन है सवाल ये बात का आपने जिक्र किया गैस की कीमतों का आपने जिक्र किया 115 डॉलर जो क्रूड ऑयल पहुंच चुका है एक्चुअली क्रूड ऑयल 122 ऑलरेडी पहुंच चुका है जो भारत में आने वाला है उसकी गणना के हिसाब से अभी पंद्रह रुपए तीस पैसे प्रति लीटर ऑलरेडी ऑयल कंपनियां घाटा उठा रही हैं हमारा आयात रशिया से भी है हम रशिया को नाराज करने के लिए ये कदम नहीं उठा सकते और जैसा कि मैंने पिछली बार कहा था कि जो न्यूट्रल स्टैंड तटस्थ स्थिति भारत ने अपनाई है दोनों को मना, मनाने के लिए और ये दोनों पक्षों से भारत बंद भी कर रहा है 
यूक्रेन के प्रधानमंत्री से बात की राष्ट्रपति से बात की उन्होंने पुतिन साहब से बात की और कहा कि ये दोनों के हित में है कि इसको रोक दिया जाए हालांकि हिंदुस्तान में बहुत अफवाहें भी चलती हैं एक अफवाह ये चली सरकार की ओर से या सरकार के जो समर्थक उनकी ओर से कि भारत के कहने पर छह घंटे के लिए युद्ध विराम कर दिया गया ये पूरी अफवाह थी बाद में मिनिस्ट्री ऑफ एक्सटर्नल अफेयर्स ने कहा नहीं नहीं ऐसा कुछ नहीं हुआ भारत के कहने पर कोई युद्ध विराम नहीं हुआ है हालांकि जो युद्ध विराम हुआ वो तीसरे दौर की बातचीत के बाद हुआ लेकिन वो भी उसका भी पालन नहीं हुआ ऐसे ऐसे आरोप यूक्रेन ने लगाए बात वो अलग है लेकिन जहां तक व्यापारिक हितों की बात है व्यापारिक हितों की सुरक्षा को देखते हुए हाँ हमारे संबंध अमेरिका से खराब नहीं है जो आप पश्चिम की बात कर रहे हैं हमारे संबंध पश्चिम से कहा खराब है हम पश्चिम इस इस प्रस्ताव को हम समर्थन नहीं दे रहे लेकिन विरोध भी नहीं कर रहे तो हम दोनों तरफ हैं और निजी तौर पर प्राइवेट बात में प्रधानमंत्री मोदी जी ने राष्ट्रपति पुतिन जी से कहा है कि युद्ध किसी के भी हित में नहीं है युद्ध के लिए रोकने के प्रयास किए जाने चाहिए और डॉक्टर स्वामी ने जो सवाल ब्रिक्स वाला उठाया मैं पहले भी किसी अन्य कार्यक्रम में यह बात कह चुका हूं कि क्वैड वर्सेस ब्रिक्स इसमें चॉइस नहीं हो सकती इसमें अगर हम चॉइस करेंगे तो क्वैड में अगर हम सिर्फ कहेंगे ब्रिक्स का क्रॉस का निशान लगा के क्वैड की तरफ हम जाएंगे तो वहां सिर्फ हम एनवायरमेंट की बात करेंगे सस्टेनेबिलिटी की बात करेंगे ये बात हम विकास की जो मूल मुद्दे हैं वो हमें ब्रिक्स के साथ है ब्राजील का क्या स्टैंड है हमें नहीं पता चाइना अब दूसरी बात है जो बहुत संक्षेप में मैं कहना चाहता हूं जो जो हमारा की मुद्दा होना चाहिए मुख्य मुद्दा होना चाहिए कि कल को अगर चाइना के साथ हमारा कंफ्रंटेशन बढ़ता है और ये बात हम अपने प्रोग्राम में डॉक्टर स्वामी भी कई बार कह चुके हैं कि रशिया जो है चीन का जूनियर पार्टनर है लेकिन यदि हम रशिया से अभी बिगाड़ लेंगे इस मुद्दे पे यूक्रेन का समर्थन करके उसके बाद तो रशिया चीन के साथ खुल के आ जाएगा तो हमारे लिए और खतरा बढ़ जाएगा तो हम सुरक्षा कारण को देखते हुए अपने आर्थिक कारण को देखते हुए हम रशिया से बिगाड़ नहीं सकते संबंध और हम ये भी नहीं चाहते कि यूनाइटेड स्टेट्स या पश्चिम के साथ भी हमारे संबंध बिगड़े इसीलिए भारत ने एक न्यूट्रल तटस्थ स्टैंड लिया है मैं मोदी जी के तटस्थ स्टैंड का समर्थन करता हूं Now I would request uh, Rabesh Swami, who is originally based in the U.S., but is visiting India at the moment, to have his point of view. Okay. Thank you, Digdeepji. Um, thank you, Doctor. Oh, go ahead, Sri. You wanted to say something. Go ahead. Yeah, Sri, are you? Unmute. Unmute. Yeah, Sri, unmute. Please yeah, unmute yourself. Ah, I. One thing, Arvind Chaturvedi Ji, I want to ask you something. अरविंद जी क्या आपको पता है कि अप्रैल 20 तारीख 2020 2020 अप्रैल उस दिन भारत को पता चला कि अपने लद्दाख के लाइन पर पूरी आर्मी आकर खड़ी हुई है चाइना की तो उस दिन भारत के आईटीबीपी इंडो टिबेटन बॉर्डर पुलिस वहां की इंटेलिजेंस ने खबर दी थी किसको दी थी वो होम अफेयर्स की डिपार्टमेंट है उनको खबर दी थी कि यहां पर ये लोग सैनिक आकर खड़े हुए हैं 
तो वहां के एक ज्वाइंट सेक्रेटरी थे वो वो लिफाफा लिया उन्होंने अपने ड्रॉयर के अंदर डालकर चाबी बंद करके सो गए दो हफ्ता ये बात सेंटर को नहीं पहुंची और जब डिफेंस लोगों को ये पता चला कि यहाँ हो रहा है ये डिफेंस इंटेलिजेंस से आया तो उन्होंने जाकर रशिया से पूछा उन्होंने ये डिसाइड नहीं किया कि अरे मेरे घर के पास से खड़ा है ये मैं कुछ करूं उन्होंने जाकर रशिया से पूछा तो ये क्या हो रहा है तो रशिया ने उन भारत से कहा ये ये दिस इज कंजेक्चर हुआ है नहीं हुआ ये मैं नहीं कह सकता हूं लेकिन वास्तविकता में ये हुआ कि इंडिया ने कुछ नहीं किया तो ये इसलिए किस लिए इंडिया ने कुछ नहीं किया इसलिए कि रशिया ने कहा इंडिया को कि नहीं 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 वो लोग आएंगे लेकिन अंदर नहीं आएंगे ठीक है आप जो कह रहे हैं ना रशिया के साथ हमारे संबंध ऐसे रहने चाहिए तो इस बात का आप उत्तर दीजिए क्यों 10 मई तक भारत चुप बैठा उसके बाद ही कुछ उन्होंने किया और वो भी जब हुआ तब मोदी जी जाकर लद्दाख में फ्रंट में आर्मी के लोगों से बातचीत की तो तब उनको पता चला कि एक्चुअल वास्तविकता क्या है तो मैं जो जो भी हम लोग कह रहे हैं कि ये ये इतने साल हमारे साथ था तो जब ये छोटी सी बात थी कि आपको ये कहना था कि देखो चाइना कह रहा है कि अंदर नहीं जाएंगे अगर वो अगर तो भारत थोड़ा सा होशियार होगा क्योंकि ये गालवा नहीं होता जब ये सुरेश बाबू की मौत नहीं होती ये बीस सोल्जर्स की मौत नहीं होती इंडिया वुड बेटर प्रिपेयर तो इंटेलिजेंस की तो और अब तक वो ज्वाइंट सेक्रेटरी अभी भी बैठा है वहीं पर किसी ने कुछ कार्रवाई की दो हफ्ते के बाद वो निकाल कर बोलता है हाँ हाँ आईडीबीपी से भी मेरे पास आया था इंटेलिजेंस सो वी लॉस्ट वैल्यूएबल टाइम सर जी कृष्ण टू पॉइंट ओ श्री अयर आई जस्ट काउंटर इन रिफेस्ट पॉसिबल मैनर दिस इज दू इंडिपेंडेंट थिंग्स एंड वी शुड नॉट लिंक द टू इंडिपेंडेंट थिंग्स ऑन चाइना ऑन गलवान इट वॉज ए मिलिट्री फेलियर ऑफ इंडिया मे बी पॉलिसी we we did not take and we did not anticipate this and we did not anticipate the the uh, the gravity of this and we did of course a uh, uh, similar thing has happened in arunachal pradesh one boy was kidnapped and all that but where the external affairs ministry has failed and we have said that but that does not mean that we start taking a stand between russia and ukraine on a f- fight or a war uh, which will hit our interest which we hit india's interest so india is only observing india's interest nothing else sir ji one one line aap bharosa karte hain main kehta hu wo ram bharosa hai that's all sri ayer uh, sorry ramesh swami you have to continue your okay yeah i don't know how i'm going to after uh, such a solid batting by sri ayer and arvind <laughs> coming down the middle order is not easy but anyway um dr swami you asked the question about brics first of all i don't see what india has gained by being in brics or uh, part of it i mean looking at what reports whatever has come out india has actually not gained anything and what i mean basically brazil the economy is in doldrum if you look at the gdp russia and brazil's economy has not been doing anywhere close it's only india and china we are at war i mean literally we re- we refuse to recognize that china is occupied so essentially brics is useless so i don't understand why india needs to be in brics okay and how can you be in brics and in quad um this fence sitting uh, you know sitting on the fence saying that we'll observe 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 in my view i mean in 
in the US, we have a saying that if you sit on the fence, you know where it hurts. So, <laughs> so we know you don't either you take one side, there's no point sitting on the fence, it's going to really hurt you. Um, from the BRICS, but I, there's absolutely no value for India to continue to be in BRICS. As you said, it's just better for India to get out of it. Okay. Now, second is the, is, is the voting on UN part. Is I'm, If you look at Israel, they voted yes, but they did not condemn Russia. They are very clear because they want Russia's support uh, with their wars, for, for their planes flying over Syria. And all. That's the agreement they have with Russia. And so they don't want to jeopardize that relationship. We have the Israeli Prime Minister going to Russia and trying to mediate. I mean, that's that's what they are saying. But they never lost an opportunity. The Prime Minister immediately flew there. He didn't like any other priority because he felt this was important. He flew there, even though he voted against Russia and the UN. But Putin <laughs> still saw him, and they had a discussion. Why couldn't Modi do the same thing? He could have still voted with the West and said. You know what? Uh, we we do not support this war, as you rightly said. There's no why Russia should have not invaded. But talk to him in a different way. How did Israel do it? Why can't Israel, being such a small country, they're able to do it? Why can't India do this? Why can't Modi do the same thing? We will support the West in the UN resolution, but still talk to Putin. And and if you look at all the Twitter feeds, sometimes you really feel whether Modi is the is the emperor of the world because they think that he's the diplomat par excellence or a statements par excellence. But it apparently doesn't show um, because India's stance of sitting in the middle, consistently being non-aligned from the Nehru times, is is really not going to show up well in in the long run. But Israel, I'm very surprised as to how they said yes and still having a very good relationship because Russia did not rebuff the prime minister to visit him. How is that possible? Because they have their own interests. Why can't India say? India, as Sri Iyer said on, on the economy standpoint, our trade, essentially, it's going to be oil, correct? Essentially, it's just going to be oil. But I mean, I'm not quite sure. I don't know how much oil we import from Russia. But I think, isn't India more dependent on the uh, on the East for, right, for the oil? Yeah. Yeah. Gulf, rather, right? On the Middle East for the oil. So given this, I really don't see a reason why India did not vote yes on the UN side of it. At the same time, Russia invading is absolutely uncalled for. And Sri Iyer feels that, you know, that's the way of balancing it. But uh, if you look at what NATO people have joined from the 1997, it seems to be only around Russia to a lot of the nations, about 15 or 20 nations have joined NATO from 1997. It seems to be only around Russia, the border of Russia. Obviously, they got spooked. Does it justify the invasion? No. But this has been brewing for a long time. It's not that the war was sudden. It's not that Russia's decision was immediate or a sudden uh, situation. Definitely, the West and the NATO had a role to play in triggering um, Putin. Um, is it fair enough for Putin to what he did? Uh, no. So that, those are the two minutes because we're running slowly in time. So I want to give Dr. Swami some time to respond to what we have put on today. Yeah, so far. And no, obviously, Brazil... No, one minute. Before I complete, Brazil has just been neutral. Again, Dr. Swami, they just been neutral. They said they don't want to jeopardize the relationship with Russia. So even if you look at the BRICS, uh, but for China in, 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 in India, I mean, China has their own, because they're the boss there. So they, they just, so the child does whatever they want, China doesn't care. Anyway, the, they, China, Russia is their junior partner. So they really don't care. But India's, if you look at India's position, and what they wanted, they could have easily voted yes and still kept a relationship with Russia. I, if they feel that Russia's relationship goes all the way back, I don't think Russia is so childish to say, okay, just because you voted yes, I'm going to cut all ties with India. I don't think that's going to happen. 
ahead, Jagdeep Singh. No, I only want to make, if I've heard Arvind Chaturvedi say correctly, he's said on this China-India standoff on the border, Arvind said something like a military failure. I think it's not a military failure at all. In fact, our military has shown what they could do in Galwan, what they did in Kailash range. So it's not a question of military failure. Perhaps it is the, our uh, diplomacy or our leadership failure at our political level, which is what is lacking in India. That is the military is done excellent. And as Dr. Swami has always maintained that if there is a localized war with China, we are sure going to be quite successful against China. But what has failed is not our military. It is basically the leadership which has failed us on China standoff or the border issues since May or April 2020. I have another question before Dr. Swami could perhaps uh, uh, have his say. Uh, in this brazen attack on Ukraine by, China, uh, by Russia, uh, either uh, America as well as NATO as well as uh, uh, United Nations seems to have failed to prevent this war. So what is the future of these organizations or future of the world order? If a, a veto power country can come and invade a neighboring country and all the world is just going to look around and then we will only be debating, is there any future for these smaller countries then in the world or will be only a few big countries which will dominate the scene and everybody will debate this side or that side, somebody will be neutral. What do you think will be the future of in such a situation like? I only have these remarks before Dr. Swami and others would respond. Yeah. <clears throat> well, first of all, this uh, constant uh, refrain that Russia has been our friend and we can't let them down now which I hear over and over again from our intellectuals. First of all, uh, we, our relations between 1950 uh, and uh, 1991 was not with Russia, but the uh, uh, USSR or the, what is for abbreviation called as Soviet Union of which, by the way, uh, Ukraine was also a part of. And uh, during the uh, 1950 war, 1950, the Americans had offered you the, uh, when Mao Zedong unfurled the flag in Beijing and unseated Chiang Kai-shek's government, the Americans uh, expelled uh, the uh, expelled the uh, People's Republic of China from the United Nations and refused to give the Taiwan or the uh, Chiang Kai-shek government, Gomindang uh, uh, government, uh, vacated seat to China. And now we have documented proof that uh, this seat was offered to India uh, and India declined. Uh, in fact, there's correspondence between the then ambassador of India to Washington, uh, Vijayalakshmi Pandit, 
the sister of Jawaharlal Nehru and Jawaharlal Nehru rebuking her for having brought this proposal from the Americans saying that they are trying to create a situation where we fight with China and we should not fall into their trap. Well, uh, when the uh, 1962 war took place, and I have a recent book, The Himalayan Challenge, uh, I have reproduced the document. The Russians said very clearly, China is our brother and India is our friend. They gave nothing during that period to us. Americans gave something, but they gave something. So uh, to say that the uh, now in the case of uh, Bangladesh, the Russians supported you for what? I'd like to know. Of course, we bought the weapons, we paid for it, and we had decided to uh, buy from America, then uh, agreed to pay for it. The Americans would have given it to us. But that's an academic question. <clears throat> in Bangladesh war, the uh, Russians, uh, the Soviet Union, <coughs> excuse me, the Soviet Union, they told us, please do not take Dhaka. Because the American uh, Kissinger has come here and he said he's going to send the 7th Fleet uh, Task Force to attack you. At that time, the general in command was uh, General, uh, um, he was uh, uh, he was an Israeli, I mean, he was a Jew. Um, general Jacob. Jacob, yes, General Jacob. He disregarded the uh, teleprinter uh, advice given from by Manak Shah not to take Dhaka because the Russians didn't want it. In fact, the Russians at that time, you can go back and see, or rather the Soviet Union, <coughs> they very clearly said that whatever action India is taking is to get the refugees back and not to dismember Pakistan. And Kissinger in his own uh, uh, memoirs has mentioned this. <coughs> Excuse me. So therefore, let me ask you, this friendship, it's not a love affair in politics. It's a question of practical need. Today, yes, uh, 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 Quad is all about uh, environment, but that's not how it started. It is when we refuse to leave BRICS and concentrate on Quad to target the Chinese that the, uh, the Americans decided to form another body with Australia, UK and Japan and reduce Quad to just, uh, you know, uh, uh, Jim Khanna Club type of uh, unit. So please don't get emotional in this politics. Be very clear. We are a country of 1.4 billion. We actually have the potential to be a world power. 
China is not going to be friends with you. And I, of all the people saying this, should surprise you because I've always been in favor of good relations with China. And uh, for a period it worked and I got Kailash Mansur open for my satisfaction. But today China sees India as a potential threat. And the Russians, whatever you may say, cannot go against the Chinese. The Russians um, were, were going to actually attack um, uh, this um, uh, uh, Ukraine three months earlier. The Chinese said it will disturb our Olympic Games. So delay by three months. And they did. So it is now time to think not of friends, but to be able to stand on your feet. And then people wanting to be friends with you because you have the strength to do something. And I think this uh, uh, mythology that has been spread, and particularly by this uh, pro-Soviet elements and all these people who have been doing uh, trading on rupee, uh, rupee basis, they are all actively just now um, propagating as if Soviets, uh, Russians are friends. Russia, Russia is only in the, since 1991, and there is no, 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 uh, no occasion where the Russians have, have been tested. Have they been tested on China? If they are your friends, why is it that you have not told the Chinese that what you have done is wrong? China has occupied 4,000 square kilometers of India. That is in Ladakh. It's not being publicized because there will be an uproar in the country. So where have the Russians come to your support? I want to know. So this uh, business of uh, seeking crutches at this time is not a good policy for India. This is what I want to say at this stage. I'm, I don't think this matter is going to get over soon. Uh, it's going to take, um, there'll be many other things. But the bottom line is a superpower with a veto in the UN Security Council has attacked and invaded a defenseless country. After all, Ukraine is a defenseless country. The Americans uh, did not agree to put them as part of NATO. And uh, the, the, the uh, th these uh, Ukrainians don't have that kind of weapons. The only thing they have is um, their determination to fight. How many people have been already killed? And what is this going on? Wh what is the, he, um, uh, our uh, Sri Guru, uh, Sri uh, Ayer said that they, you know, you draw a line. I mean, they, this is not a cake that you can cut as you like. This is a country which has a history. By the way, I can tell you that uh, Ukraine was is older than Russia in, in its history. So, and this is a country, it's a part of the United Nations. It's a established boundaries, boundaries which the Russians themselves have published. And now you say, no, the Russians, you know, they, they sh you should appease them. No, there's no question of appeasing them. Russians have to withdraw. Otherwise, the world must do what happened with Hitler. Hitler also was the same, went to France. No, 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 this is part of Germany once upon a time. 
today Germany is on the same side of India means nothing because after World War II, Germany is all, like Japan, there's no fangs. And so it is uh, whether it is on your side or not side, whether they are uh, halfway with Russia or not Russia, it's not important. What is important is, can they do anything for India? Nothing. So there are only uh, two countries which can do something for India. One is China, which has become our enemy. The other is the United States, which is fed up with us, whether they are justified. I mean, I'm fed up with the Americans on a number of things. But ultimately, it's a democracy. And you cannot rely on a country which believes in dictatorship, no matter what you may think of their pleasant manners and your, their past relationship or affairs with you. This is what I want to say. Thank you. Sriyajar, would you like to comment? Um, Dr. Swami, I, I agree with you in, in many of the observations that you made. I think one of the things that India as a country should sit back and take notice is why did Nepal and Bhutan, both beneficiaries of China's largest, vote with the West against yeah. Russia? Why yeah. did they do that? I'll tell you, sir, my, I'll tell you, they because they think that their politicians have sold their country. And now the, the, there's some corrective mechanism happening. They are saying, oh, my goodness, this, this, China will just gobble us in within a, a wink. So now they are trying to say, at least let's try and get some punya or, or you know, get some good karma from doing this. I'm, I'm just musing loud, Dr. Swami, because I feel India decides on emotions. For decisions, your head has to be the one that makes the decision, not your heart. That's all I want to say for general viewers. You know, I, you I, can I, agree I, with me, disagree with yeah. me. This is the this is how you will succeed in life. Yeah, okay. I, I'm asking you to use your head, not your heart. Yes, yes, yes. No, no, I'm not Precisely. saying. Precisely. Yeah. No, I, I let me say about Nepal. I have very good uh, connections with politicians in Nepal. They internally in their discussion have said we don't want to be the next um Ukraine. Ukraine. Yeah. yes we are not safe anymore as far as sri lanka is concerned india persuaded the sri lankans to vote uh, with uh, to abstain there no right? sri lanka did it abstain I, uh, anyway yeah, they did we, abstain they did abstain yes okay so uh, because they need us for a number of other things uh, such as uh, what's happening in the un Human Rights Commission and so on. So I mean, if if India had uh, voted differently, in, uh, Sri Lanka would definitely have voted with us. So I mean, I don't go into that. I'm only talking about India as a big country. You see, it's a third largest uh, GDP in the world by on PPP rates. United States, uh, China, and India. India is the third. It's a huge manpower, 1.4 million. It has the largest uh, arable land in the world, more than Russia, maybe much bigger, but it doesn't have arable land. China is bigger. It doesn't have that much arable land. India's arable land is equal to China's, even though China's area is three times as big as ours, if you include Tibet. <clears throat> so, uh, you know, we, have, we are a bit, a, a bit like Hanuman, 
you have to be told our strength and not you know catch this man catch this man uh, very much like somebody who thinks that you understand? Did you understand my Tamil? I don't know. <laughs> that means it is a very common woman's sentiment that for my, my what, how would you translate Tonei? Ramesh. What, sorry, it's just you just need an accompany, you need a police with you, I mean, like a protect guard. I, I, need need a guard. A, I need a company to survive. So that's yeah. why that hopeless man I am friends with. <laughs> so, Dr. Swami, I have two questions. Three, first, for the first question goes to you. So uh, the, one of the viewers has asked this question. It says, mm. essentially, what's going to happen to the oil market? And the inflation uh, accordingly. Well, your thoughts and then Dr. Swami can them. Is it for me? Yeah, 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 yeah it's for yeah. you. Oh, OK. Um, we have to we have to conclude also remember that yes yeah, uh, yeah, real, yeah. real quick russia already see when they decided to annex uh, ukraine they had gamed the whole thing at 45 dollars a barrel today it's at 120 as long as the west continues to buy oil from russia they are actually coming out ahead and they can take a lot of pain unlike china if the same kind of sanctions are put on china china will crumble but russia can take the pain so we have to wait and see how this plays out. Uh, at, at least for the common man's sake, let's hope that you know this madness stops and that the the petrol price will come down. I don't think U.S. can supplant a loss of gas from Russia for the Western Europe by sending it across from New Orleans. It is a long distance. I don't know if in, uh, U.S. can pick up that slack because U.S. itself will need. U.S. imports eight percent of uh, gas from Russia. So they, and, and U.S. is very, very firm that they are not going to open the Keystone line. They are not going to restart on shale. So there is there are some internal contradictions in the United States also that need to be figured out before the larger picture of how do we manage the gas comes into play. I think this is going to happen in the next few days. Let's wait and see. Uh, I think the oil sanctions are not going to happen. So given where we are today. I mean, they tried to do economic sanctions, it failed. Essentially, everybody is saying we're not going to push anymore because even officially the U.S. has made it clear that they're not going to push hard on any more sanctions. They're just going to try to uh, probably, you know, tire Putin out or try to talk to them. But sanctions-wise, you're right. It's not going to work with Russia because they can, they, they have enough wherewithal. There are enough takers for their oil, right? I mean, to a large extent, you know, India is being neutral. Could benefit from it but at this prices you know there's no option dr swami your thoughts no i mean you see these uh, sanctions and so on uh, uh they work both ways i agree with you that you know uh, um, it cannot be uh, uh whatever they had to do by sanctions they have already tried the americans now the only thing only option for the americans is is to give weapons uh, to the remaining uh, <coughs> Ukrainians. And uh, I'm sure that uh, from neighboring countries of, uh, of Ukraine, uh, people will go there uh, uh, and assist them in the fighting. 
which because everybody is a little rattled by the the brazenness with which Russia came, and what what excuse they had? <clears throat> In the beginning, it was two two areas which are Russian. Then uh, now they want the whole country, and once you are there, then they are on the borders of almost all the countries. So um, uh, uh, whole of Western Europe will be. Uh, uh, will be under uh, Soviet, uh, the Russian influence. So I think that is what is more important. I think uh, they, according to me, the Americans must be wondering what is it, what is the military action we can take without it becoming a nuclear war. Dr. Swami, any military action by the U.S. is not going to be taken very easily in the U.S. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about troops. Yeah, no, not troops on the ground. I'm not talking about troops on the ground. They don't need uh, these Ukrainians. Don't need troops on the ground. They themselves have said, "Give me the weapons." And they've Make also asked for the no-fly zone. And as Sri explained, it's not easy to just uh, put no, no, a no-fly okay. zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are asking. There's no problem. Uh, if they get nice, uh, good uh, anti-aircraft guns, that's enough. They can get uh, drones. Uh, nowadays, you don't need uh, 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 the old-fashioned weapons anymore. Right. Okay. Arvindji, can you continue? Thank you. Thank you, Arvind. Dr. Swami. Thank you, Sri Ayarji, Jagdishji, Rameshji. This is a subject which is not going to end soon. This is what we said uh, last week. And this is what we have to repeat this week. Because maybe the talks are on. Three, three rounds or four rounds are already over. There are mediators working behind the scene. Perhaps this mediation will also succeed sooner. At least we hope it will succeed because it is in the global interest. Uh, uh, whether we support Russia or we support Ukraine, uh, that is a subject which is debatable. Even within the BJP, I'm told uh, there's a big debate going on between uh, two sides. And uh, uh, our interest, India's interest, as Jagdishji said last week, that our children, 20,000 children are studying in Ukraine who have come back. But when they go back, what will happen? National Medical Council has already suggested that the internship can be done in India, which is a big change in the policy. And uh, whether we can do the, the same thing for students studying in Russia, because there's a large number of students in Russia also. And they're not affected by this war, but maybe post-war, they may have some kind of impact on their studies. So India should observe, restrain. NATO and the US so far have observed restraint. And this is in interest of peace. Let us hope peace will prevail. Thank you, Jagdishji. Thank you, Ramesh Swami. Thank you, Dr. Swami, once again. And Sri for giving this, this whole issue a very big explanation <clears throat> to the viewers. Thanks the technical team behind the scene, led by Ashish Shetty, Gargi Rakesh, Ishwar Ayer, Swaminathan, Tejas, Vishal Mehta, and Najesh Nair, without whose support, the success of this program cannot be guaranteed. Thank you very much. Thank you, viewers, for supporting us. We will be meeting next Sunday, 8 p.m., with a new topic. Mind you, next Sunday is going to be 150th episode of Gyan Ganga, Words of Wisdom. This is a special dish we are preparing for you. And uh, 
uh, will be announcing it at the right time. So watch out for next Sunday, March the 13th, 150th episode of Words of Wisdom Gyan Thank you. Namaskar. Jai Hind. Jai Hind. <clears throat>